Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Today is jam-packed full of games all around the world, including a compelling slate in MLS, a semi-final in South America, and some interesting storylines as usual in the English Premier League. Jeff Reuter joins me to figure out which games to watch the only way we know how, with a draft. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Every Day for Wednesday, August 31st. Usually every Friday, I get together with one of my colleagues here at The Athletic, often Brooks Peck, to preview the weekend of games, the last two weekends that has taken the form of a draft where we each pick three games that are in our, I guess if you want to call it a lineup, a quote unquote lineup uh, for that weekend. Uh, And then we, uh, you know, sort of compare notes uh, after a week, uh, you know, a week later. Well, it's not Friday. It's not a week later. But it is Wednesday, and it's a jam-packed day of games on both sides of the Atlantic. So we're doing a draft just for today, and my counterpart for the draft today is none other than the Athletics' Jeff Reuter. Jeff, are you ready for this? How's your big board look? Uh, the, the big board looks good for the the blonde boy wonder. I think that it, it's coming <laughs> together quite nicely. Um, yeah, I've, I've had to do some scouting of how you draft by watching your first two interactions, especially with Brooks, to, to understand, one, you like picking the team that someone else supports to knock them out so that they can't watch it. So that's already a trend. Um, There's some deep cuts in here that I'm usually looking for. So I feel confident. I feel like I'm entering this draft in a better way than I'll enter whatever NFL fantasy football draft that I get, you know, cajoled into from with my old college buddies or something. So, all right, let's give it a shot. (laughs) Well, that's good. Well, in in the, in the spirit of, of, what charity and goodwill and uh, welcoming you to, to this exercise, I'll go ahead and just give you first pick. Uh, so why don't you, why don't you start us off here, Jeff? Well, as I alluded to, you like picking <laughs> the teams, uh, who your counterpart likes. And so I'm going to go ahead and start with Bournemouth, uh, against Wolverhampton, a game that will be on Peacock. I also wrote down in my notes, this is how prepared I am. I can tell you how to watch all these games. Amazing. I'm Amazing. Well born done. ready. Born ready, born myth, uh, fired their coach on Tuesday morning. And we're recording this on Tuesday. So Scott Parker was the first Premier League manager to get the sack. Um, to use the local parlance. Uh, clear, clear, clear difference of opinion in terms of how the club was operating between Scott Parker and ownership and the board at large. Uh, just about every post-game press conference involved him talking about how this team was not close to Premier League ready. Uh, after the 9-0 defeat against Liverpool on the weekend. I think the club also found a very convenient excuse when you tie a Premier League record for most lopsided loss in history. Usually a pretty good thing you can point to and say this is why, but I I think it does go a little bit broader than that from what I can tell. Um, And it it does seem as though they weren't pulling in the same direction. There wasn't that whole kind of stereotypical cherry, like we're all in this together. We're going to fight the odds that they've had ever since they're in the fourth division and almost liquidated. Um, you saw it, especially under Eddie Howe, of course, but Scott Parker got them promoted. Didn't quite have that same sort of mojo. So 
they had uh, they head back home and they'll face off against uh, Wolverhampton. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. It's always interesting to me to see how teams respond after getting their asses kicked, basically, right. which is what happened to which, which is what happened to Bournemouth, uh, and especially uh, so given the fact that it resulted in a coach losing his job, or at least is at least one of the many reasons. Uh, in addition to right. the fact that he apparently hated his own team uh, <laughs> very much, um, right. that's a good yeah, pick, it's, Jeff. I, it's I, that'll be really interesting. Yeah, it's never a good side when you get shut out. You allow a lot of goals and your coach is saying, like, I can see this happening a few more times this year. Usually not a very good <laughs> Ted Lasso would never. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Ted Lasso would never, ever lose the game with that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It could either be fantastic and they could score five of their own and, you know, really try to neutralize the struggling Wolverhampton. Or it could be the start of the ship going completely underwater. So, yeah, we'll find yeah, out on Wednesday. Yeah, interesting, interesting number one overall pick uh, for mine. Uh, my first pick of three, I'm going to go with the Copa Libertadores semifinal, the first yeah. leg at 8.30 p.m. Velez Sarsfield hosting Flamengo. That will be on BN Sports. Like I said, this is the first leg of the, sem- the semifinal. But I think this is a really interesting matchup because Velez Sarsfield has been very bad in <laughs> yeah. domestic competition. They are currently 27th of 28 teams in mm-hmm. Argentina. They're putting all of their eggs into this uh, into the Libertadores basket if they somehow yeah. manage to make the final while you know being at the bottom potentially of the Argentine Premier Division I just think that's such a weird crazy uh, story and they're playing a Flamengo team that's very 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 good they're second in Brazil right now they have a ton of players that you've heard of including Arturo Vidal Felipe Luis and David Luis uh, Velas Arsfield of course has Diego Godin and a bunch of uh, decent but less famous players that are seemingly just like pulling it all together for the Libertadores. I'm really looking forward to seeing if they can make an impact uh, in the semifinal in the first leg at home against a really, really quality side. And uh, the Libertadores is generally, I think, in the U.S., a very underwatched uh, tournament yeah. for how good those games are and how high the quality is. So I, w- I would recommend people tune in for that, assuming that they get B in sports. You know what uh, they refer, uh, what we in the industry like to refer to, putting all of your eggs in a Champions League run and forgetting about the league entirely. You know what we like to call that? A Seattle Sounders. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Seattle Sounders. Well, but why that, don't you give me your second pick? That was on my board as well. That was going to be nice. my second pick, actually. So um, we're, we're rallying. <laughs> we're coming strong. I'm glad I brought like seven or eight things on this board. Um, yeah, you got to go deep. You gotta go deep. Let's uh, let let's go with um, let's go with a club, uh, an international friendly. Let's go with an international friendly here, and we're gonna go with Mexico against Paraguay. Um, we're gonna be playing on two day NA. Um, mostly watching actually to see if Felipe Cardenas gets a cameo or if they they do some sort of demonstration for him covering El Tri based out of Atlanta while the game's in Atlanta. More to the point, though, yeah. I think it'll be good to actually see, um, you know, some rotation, some fresh faces for Mexico who will be, um, you know, in contention, of course, for the World Cup roster, uh, you know, as Felipe Cardenas has expertly been chronicling throughout qualification. Tata Martino seems to pretty much have his roster in mind and has had his roster in mind for the World Cups for about 12 months now. However, you know, there are Tecatito Corona's injury is going to really complicate the attack so that there's going to be a lot of opportunities, especially for wingers to step up. Um, Goal scorers, of course, obviously are still in high demand for Mexico. So um, good little evening friendly. It might be one for a split screen monitor sort of situation. But if you want to be able to uh, watch an international match, 
um, you know, against a Paraguay program who I'm sure it's not going to be their A team. A lot of their players, of course, are in MLS and we're not called up, but still fun. Worth a shot. Yeah, that's a good one. I, uh, I have to admit, I completely overlooked this one. It was not on my big board and it should have been. It's so a friendly. It's a nice, I get it. Yeah, I, get I mean, it. but still, it's it's Mexico. It's a pre-World Cup friendly. It's important. That's a good pick. Um, for my second pick, I'm going to go back to the other side of the 9-0 result you uh, referenced earlier. At 3 p.m., Liverpool versus Newcastle United. That'll be on USA Network here in the United States. Uh, this is kind of the ultimate, uh, did they save any goals for any other week's test? Uh, you, you mentioned the 9-0 result, and they'll be playing a Newcastle United team that is one of four teams that has left unbeaten in the Premier League so far. Now, granted, there's only one win of those four. Three of them have been draws. But there's some intrigue here because Alexander Isak could maybe possibly potentially make his debut for Newcastle United. That's obviously a big signing and could help them in the goal scoring department uh, because he's, you know, been kind of rumored to be a Premier League that. signing for for a few a few years now. So it's yeah. it'll be interesting to finally see him in the league and uh, and with a team like Newcastle that that'll need the help. You know, maybe last week Liverpool had gotten nine goals or the last game. And in this game, it'll be nine goals from Mo Salah, who got neither a goal nor an assist <laughs> somehow in that game. So I think it, for him, it is a you don't forget about me as the train leaves the station sort of situation. Certain, he's arguably the conductor of the station. So certain certain fantasy Premier League uh, team owners will certainly hope that is the case. Because uh, yes. I, I know a few that were very frustrated after after that last uh, that last result. That he didn't take part in uh, as far as the fantasy uh, results are concerned. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff, what's your third pick? Good pick. And that, by the way, can alternate kickoff times by half an hour with the Bournemouth game. So I will be suggesting to listeners to watch both, in fact. There you go. Um, there you go. Man of the people here. Do we go over the, the ones we don't pick at the end of this, by the way? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. It's a we'll, new format. We'll, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, we'll run through those really quick. So Okay. Uh, so, but but we're, we're closing out the top six now, basically. Great. So then I am going to take uh, an MLS game, uh, a lot of MLS action going on as well. Um, so we've covered a lot of your daytime viewing, of course, with England. Uh, but I, I think in the evening, I'm going to go with Real Salt Lake versus Minnesota United because one, no one watches the Western Conference. So I'm just always going to yeah. choose a Western Conference game in an exercise like this too. Um, RSL was a team that looked like they were going to be overperforming again. Pablo Mascherini being able to get the collective to buy in, you know, greater than some of their parts, et cetera. They've won just once in their last six games. So they're sliding down the table, right? As other teams in the Western conference, like the galaxy, like Nashville are finally finding their stride in their form. So they need to get a result at home to be able to avoid falling out of the playoff picture. Meanwhile, Minnesota United has been on the ascendancy. They are now comfortably in third place. I think they've got a game or two in hand over Dallas and fourth and points as well. So they will be, feeling good about their chances. However, they did lose Bukai Debasi, their left-sided center back for the season. 
um, with a leg muscle injury. And so that is going to be big. He is one of the players where they don't have a like for like with all the depth they've built over the last two, three years since moving into Allianz field, especially um, they do not have an obvious replacement for him. So Brent Coleman will obviously get the first look as he has every single time center back has been hurt or underperforming for Minnesota since coming to MLS. But um, whether or not they tap into the free agent market before the roster freeze to, to get someone who can play on the left in particular, this game will probably go a long way to determining that. This one was on my list, uh, Jeff, and it's actually interesting because there's a whole huge slate of MLS games that are happening tonight. And I don't know if this is just like the last few weeks, but this particular slate was incredible to me because I could identify like four or five different games, all of which are like watchable for different reasons. Yeah. It's really tough to choose between all these games. My yeah. last pick is also an MLS game. Uh, and I'm going with 7 p.m. Philadelphia Union hosting Atlanta United. That is yeah. the Fox Sports One game. So maybe I'm taking the easy way out here. But <laughs> I think I think there's there's like enough intrigue here to make it really really entertaining. I think your so selection is obviously a great one as well. For this one though, I just think it's interesting that the Union can pull even in the race for the supporter shield. Granted, LAFC will have two games in hand by the if if you if the Union happen to win this game. So it's not even in the in the most even sense of the word, I guess, but uh, they can always. put some pressure. They can put some pressure on LAFC at a time when LAFC is all of a sudden finding it difficult to pick up points. Yeah. Uh, and Atlanta United, meanwhile, is desperate as usual, uh, or as as <laughs> as is becoming usual for them. Becoming the usual, uh, the new norm, right? <laughs> yeah, right. But they are three points out of a playoff spot, so it's not totally hopeless for them yet. This is a result they would really, really want to have, whether it's a point or three. That'll yeah. be really interesting. But like I said, there are a bunch of other MLS games that are interesting. I think uh, we can just go into the sort of the rest yeah. of our yeah. the the ones on our big board at this point. I'll go with 8 p.m. NYCFC versus DC United. We are looking at a potential Christian Benteke debut, um, though the matchup itself <laughs> is maybe not that interesting because NYCFC is comfortably in playoff position and DC is comfortably Yeah, but they've been sliding lately. Not. Again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no they're comfortably DC not. That is true. Comfortably <laughs> not in playoff position. Um, 7.30 p.m. Columbus Crew versus Inter-Miami. Uh, yep. That's actually a really interesting one because both those teams are on the edge of playoff positions. And then just finishing off in Europe, 2.45 p.m. Juventus versus Spezia on Paramount Plus because it's Juventus. And 3 p.m. Toulouse versus PSG on BN Sports because it's PSG. What else do you have, Jeff? Well, I mean, PSG's opponent also has nothing else to lose, so. It's true. <laughs> uh, I hate it. I'm never Keep coming going. back on the show, am I? Um, nope. Yeah, no. 7.30 Eastern, Orlando and Seattle Sounders. Another really good matchup. Uh, Orlando with a good win over NYCFC in their last game. I still haven't seen enough to really be confident that they are a team that can make noise in a postseason or you know guarantee qualification with a couple games to spare. Seattle really running out of time to actually make it back to the playoffs, as we alluded to earlier. Um very, very quick then. In the USL championship, one game of interest would be Phoenix Rising and Rio Grande Valley on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Phoenix Rising uh, parted ways with Rick Chance after a really rough start to the season for Phoenix, especially by their own standard. Juan Guerra left Oakland Roots midseason to return to the team he was an assistant for previously with Phoenix. So he will be trying to get them into the playoffs against a RGV side, which also will hold playoff expectations under Wilmer Cabrera. So that's an interesting kind of... Uh, 
you know, counterbalance or whatever we might be watching. Sampdoria versus Lazio on Paramount Plus is another one during the daytime. Sorry, Ball is in full swing again. He's still coaching. He's over at Lazio. They had a good win over Inter Milan over the weekend. So, you know, they'll be thinking, uh, you know, some pretty lofty uh, heights, some potential top four finish uh, on their horizon. And then, uh, you know, that's an 1130 Central, 1230 Eastern kickoff. So that's great for a lead into the Premier League. Um, And then... If you, uh, we don't have a VPN sponsor on this podcast, do we? But uh, if you have access to Fox Soccer Plus in the States, you can watch Valor versus Forge play in the Canadian Premier League. Um, first of two games that they'll be playing in the span of about five days. Um, Forge is probably a title favorite because of their strong goal differential, but they've got a couple games in hand, so they have points they need to make up. Kyle Becker is still pulling the strings in the midfield for them. And then Valor is narrowly behind below the playoff line, former Vancouver Whitecaps left back Brett Levi's really impressing out wide. I think five assists from a fullback position, which is never a bad thing. So um, if you want to be a little bit of a soccer hipster, check out what the CPL is all about these days. Um, that's probably a good one to do that with. You know, this is why I'm not a business person. I had not considered a VPN sponsor for this particular <laughs> podcast. But I got to say, it's a brilliant idea. All we do is talk about games that are on TV. And uh, <laughs> VPN would certainly make that easier. So, hey, if you happen to own, if you're a listener and you happen to own a VPN company, get at me. Uh, until then, Jeff, thank you so much for doing it with me. I look, I'm looking forward to seeing how many goals happen between our six games. Watch it be zero. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm sure I'll have you on for another one of these exercises in the very near future. If Bournemouth's involved, it won't be zero goals allowed. I promise you that. (laughs) Thanks again to Jeff Reuter for joining me today. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic and listening in the app. Thank you so much for listening and happy soccer to you all.